0: Hello, this is Daniel Gregory, and thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. This is episode 397 of our little podcasting corner of the universe. I really do appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your week to check out the podcast. I've got a couple of things I want to talk about this week, comfortable shoes and back to the basics. And so we'll start with comfortable shoes. One of the things that I think is really important when you're doing photography is being comfortable. Not necessarily emotionally comfortable or psychologically comfortable because I think there's some definite when you're pushing ourselves a little bit and we feel a little tingly in the tummy, so to speak, that we're getting to the edge of some really interesting photography. But comfortable shoes and having shoes are really important because as a photographer, most of your time is spent standing on your feet. Most of your time is spent walking around photographing, hiking to photograph, Wandering the streets to photograph, walking around the studio to photograph. And if your feet aren't being used, if you're not moving your feet, I would question whether or not you're getting the best of your photographs. Because oftentimes I watch a lot of photographers who are early in their process. And the joke is always the photographs made where the tripods first put down. That once our feet have attached to the ground, we don't move. We don't step forward, we don't step back, left and right. We're anchored in that spot as if the one spot we decided to make the photograph is the correct place to make the photograph. And you'll hear people talk about working the scene, finding all sorts of different angles, moving around, and this is similar to that. We need to make sure that we are in constant motion so that we can find and see and experience what ultimately is the photograph that matters to us. And the reason I think comfortable shoes are important, I think good shoes are important, is that it is almost impossible to go out and in one moment recognize that I'm going to make the greatest photograph of the day right now. I'm going to need to walk a lot in order to see a lot in order to make the photograph that becomes interesting and compelling. That constant movement, that constant desire to find and see something through the camera lens that is uniquely experienced by us requires us to do that long walk. That practice of shooting hundreds of images in service of getting the discipline to be able to make the photograph when we need to. To be able to recognize exposure, to recognize shutter speed, aperture, composition, framing, all of those things require us to put in a huge amount of effort. To do that effort requires the work. The work requires us to move around and to make those photographs. And if you've got good shoes, if you've got comfortable shoes to walk around in, you're more apt to continue that process of making those photographs. Think about how many photographs you've made when you're tired. At the end of an exhausting day, Heck, you come home from a hard day at work and you pick your camera up when you're going to go out and photograph. But you're tired. Your arms hurt. Your legs hurt. Whatever. You go out and you just don't get to make those photographs. But yet on the days where we're light and airy and energetic, we're able to make much more compelling photographs. And so thinking about that experience of when you're doing that work, the difficulty of making a great photograph, the difficulty of experiencing life to make that great photograph, that one of the things you could do is put yourself in comfortable shoes so that when you're walking around, you are not tired or as tired, that you are more comfortable so that you are not distracted by the thing that would take you out of the experience of seeing because you're worried about how exhausted you are after having walked several miles that day. So as simple as finding a pair of comfortable shoes could be a huge game changer in your approach to your photography. How do I know this? Because I learned many years ago, backpacking of all places, that every extra ounce of weight on your shoes was the equivalent of pounds of weight in your pack. And so by getting a good pair of shoes, getting a light pair of shoes that was stable and supportive of your foot, that didn't allow your ankles to twist but was significantly lighter than your heavier hiking boot would make all the difference on the trail. And that is absolutely unequivocally, I would argue that with anybody, that that experience has held time and time again when I do my hiking and when I used to do my backpacking and when I used to do my mountaineering, when I used to do all those things, the lighter boot always made the day better. Less tired, less exertion, more enjoyment. Same process is going to hold for the photography. And that leads me to the second piece, which is the back-to-basics notion. So a good pair of shoes is pretty basic. That's pretty fundamental to getting up in the day, a nice, comfortable pair of shoes. But in our house, we have four pets. They are the fuzzy family members that we adore, and believe me, they are spoiled rotten. We have two cats and two dogs. And we have our two dogs, and one of our dogs, she's about two and a half, and every once in a while, she gets what I call the teenager syndrome. And she just sort of decides that today is not the day that I think I'm going to listen. I think I'm going to go on ahead and exert a huge amount of independence, which I and my partner, Lori, love and adore to a point. We want a highly independent, smart, energetic, thoughtful dog. And at the same time, when it's time to come in the yard, out of the yard, into the house for dinner, it's time to come out of the yard. And so what happens is that I've learned over the years of having fuzzy family members, For a long time now, is that when we run into a problem of the teenager syndrome, as I call it, where I look at you, I see you, I acknowledge you, and now I choose to ignore you, that that's fixed by one, with a little more exercise, and two, I always return back to the basic commands, the basic lessons of life that we taught early in their puppydom. Sit, stay, we teach them fist bumps, we say who's a badass, but they do a little fist bump. Lay down, we return to this basic set of commands that we taught them, basic things to learn. So I give up teaching the new things, we give up teaching the longer distance commands, and we return back to the basics. Within a day or two of basics, anything at that point, we're refocused, we're retasked, we're ready to learn, and we can go about learning all sorts of the great commands that we do at a distance, whether it's sit. Go left, turn right, whatever we're we're learning that day, we get back to the fundamentals really working. And I think in our photography, that's the same kind of thing. So similar to the importance of a comfortable pair of shoes. Returning to the basics of what is it about our photography that matters can help us when we have our emotional tantrums that have us not being able to move forward in our photography. To not pick up our camera. Returning to some basic questions like, why are we photographing? Of all the things we could do in life, of all the opportunities we have, why photograph? What is it about photography that is compelling and interesting? And answering that question. And it could be as simple as, I enjoy taking pictures. But returning to that basic question. I think returning to what we're going to do with the photographs. That is a fundamentally basic question. What are you going to do with that photograph? And so many of us can't answer that question. And part of it, I think, is we would love to be able to say that it's going to be a very important photograph that people are going to admire for centuries. But the reality is it might be like, well, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that photograph because I'm learning how to play with my auto ISO on my camera, and I'm not sure what's happening. I'm learning something. That's how that photograph's usable. A photograph might be usable because it's an archive of family moments. It's a holiday. I take a picture. It goes in the archive. So the family has an archive of photographs. Maybe it's going to be used for a print. Maybe I'm going to post it to social media. Maybe I'm going to put it as a wallpaper on my computer screen. What am I going to do with that photograph? And it's okay not to necessarily know that. But I think returning to what is the usability of our photographs. Because part of what happens to us sometimes is we start to make a lot of photographs. We start to edit a lot of photographs, but we never do anything with the photographs. And I think all of us on some level want something done with the photographs, whether that's hang them on our own walls, again, archive them for future generations, whatever it is, I think answering that question of, how is this photograph usable, is a return back to the basics. What are you photographing? You know, what is the subject and subject matter that interests you? Because sometimes it's easy to go out and just start clicking stuff that has no real bearing or interest in what you're photographing and who you are as a photographer. And that's cool. I mean, that's fine. We can go out and do that. But I think part of the question of understanding that who we are it's important. I think the another piece that's in there, returning to basics, is anybody who's ever played the piano, played a sport, played any musical instrument. I don't know why I picked on the piano because they're all the same. Anything that requires practice, that part of returning to basics is returning to practice. The discipline to show up every day and to play scales, the discipline to show up every day and shoot a 1,000 free throws, To make sure that you are able, through muscle memory, perform at the highest level you can. Whatever that level is, is really important. So again, returning to basics is returning to practice. We practice sit. We practice stay with the pup. You know, Cora's practicing things she already knows. But we return to that to reinforce those basic behaviors, those basic notions. And that reinforcement really makes a difference. And so in your own photography, it's okay to sometimes say, I'm going out today to practice my photography and I'm going to practice whatever it is. Camera settings. I'm going to practice varying F-stops. I'm going to practice framing. I'm going to practice working with black and white. Whatever we're doing, it's practice. But we do practice not once a year. That's just doing something once a year. But practice is a legitimate thing we return to over and over and over again on a daily or near daily basis. And so returning to basics, one of those basic things, once we get past the why and the how and the use of our photography, is the practice of our photography. And this is one of the things where I do think it is a little bit more of a challenge to pick up a bigger, heavier SLR type camera or mirrorless, bigger mirrorless type camera. But that's the beauty of something like a phone. You could take photographs every day and practice using that medium as a possibility for photography. With the return to basics and a pair of comfortable shoes, I think you'd be surprised at how much your photography will quickly elevate, will quickly change and evolve because you're prepared, you're energetic, you're enthused and comfortable, and you'll be able to do some really amazing photography. So if you're struggling with your photography right now, it might be time to get yourself a really nice pair of either hiking boots or sneakers or whatever, whatever they call, whatever the kids these days call sneakers to wear around that are really comfortable. And again, return to some of those basic questions. And I think you'll be surprised at how much faster and easier your photography can take a step forward. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thank you again for spending a few minutes of your week checking out the podcast here. And if you want to catch more episodes, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and you'll get each new episode as it becomes available on Monday mornings. Thanks again and have a great week.